So I figured that this would be a great time to have this conversation. First of all, I should probably start my podcast properly so I get in the mood of being like what it's supposed to be. Hey guys, welcome back to Melanie Hamilton online. And I'm here today. I want to discuss a topic. I'm actually at work right now making my money. And um, I just had a conversation with someone that really triggered me to start to talk about this. I didn't plan on talking about it today, but sometimes things happen the way that's supposed to happen. Um, so I want to talk about an incident that occurs somewhat often in my life. Men, listen, it's never cute to call somebody more than once, especially when you just met them. You need to really take your time and be very subtle. Women like subtlety, humbleness, okay? Being aggressive with how you approach a situation really determines how you're going to be throughout the entire relationship or even just friendship or even just dating ship, okay? So I'm just going to tell you what happened. This This happened recently. So I started to work at a job, okay? Um, And for me, I don't like to give out my social media to people that I work with because it just brings out like, oh, I just see my social media as a platform for the things that I do. A lot of people that I work with, I work in factories and stuff like that, making hourly rate. People are kind of what you see is what you get. So what what they look like here, what they do here is kind of what they go home. This is their life. So when they are introduced to somebody like me, it's a little bit of a a huge ball to swallow so I don't really mix and mingle the personal with the business but anyways somebody that I work with I don't really know what his position is at this point but I literally just started the job a couple weeks now and he went around with a clipboard at first and he was just like he at first he was saying hello good morning how are you and every time I'm on my break the, my pet peeve is don't talk to me when I'm on my break I'm trying to relax and prepare for the rest of the couple of hours that I have here. I don't really want to be here. I'm just trying to relax myself and, and prepare for the rest. And you talking to me, asking me all these questions when I have 15 minutes, I'm trying to swallow what I'm eating and entertain myself with what I'm watching is not cute. Please stop. Okay. Anyways, so he walked around with a clipboard and asked everybody for their first and last name. I was just like, okay, um, <laughs> whatever. I'm like, am I signing my life away? Kind of made a joke. But I found it odd. And I just rolled my eyes and I did it anyways. I come back into the break room, the next break. Oh, you're not on Facebook. And he's kind of whispering it. You're not on Facebook. And I'm like, pardon me? Because I just wanted to make sure I'm hearing what he was saying properly. This is somebody that I don't know and I work with. And all we've said to each other is hello. And he's introduced himself to me, told me his background, asked me mine. And that was it. Why are you searching for me on Facebook? That shit is is mad weird. So anyways, I say, no, I'm not on social media. You know, played it off because I don't... I'm like, first of all, I'm glad that you didn't find me on social media. That's odd that you have my first and last name and you didn't find me. I'm like, thank Jesus. I'm doing something good that you didn't find me. And I said, no, I'm not on social media. It's like, you're not on Instagram. I'm like, no, I'm not on Instagram. I'm live right here. This is the best version of me that you could ever get, trust and believe. So, anywho's, that end of the day, I'm walking out. My sister is getting me and she's a little late, so which is why I hate staying back even one minute at work. As I'm leaving and I'm heading out, kind of like he kind of like cornered me and was like, 
what's your number? Stupid me gave him my number. Sometimes we have stupid moments in our life, okay? And that was one of the stupid moments. I gave him my number. I was thinking to myself, damn it. I know the first thing he's going to do is WhatsApp me. And my picture is right there. And my Instagram page is right on my profile picture. And I was like, oh, how can I not do this? Da, da, da. So the weekend went by. He didn't contact me. And I was like, thank God. Monday comes now. And I see a hi while I'm at work. I'm, I don't respond to I look. I check my messages and everything. My emails after I'm done working. I'm at home. And I'm doing my other stuff. So I don't really pay any attention. And I figured that this was that person. Because I saw the picture. I wasn't interested in responding because I'm busy. I don't... When I want to talk to somebody is when I talk to somebody. When I don't, I don't. Anywho's, I saw that and then I'm sitting on my break now, only 15 minutes, and I hear my phone ringing on the WhatsApp. And I'm like, who's calling me on WhatsApp? And I didn't pick it up because I don't want to know. And it's WhatsApp and it's the time. And I've kind of figured in my head, maybe that's the person. So when the call finished and I got back to watching my show, I looked at the number that sent hi to me and it was the same number. I was like, okay, cool, whatever. It's calling me. So I'm there continuing my show and I see my phone ringing straight. Mind you, I was on the phone when the WhatsApp was calling, actually. When you're on the phone while WhatsApp is calling, you definitely see that the person is on the phone. Every time I've called somebody, it says this person is on another call. You can see that. So if you call them straight, you're like, anyways, he called me straight. And I said, okay, I guess he's just, you know, calling straight because maybe if I don't have internet, makes sense. Didn't pick up. Two seconds later, or 30 seconds later, another call from the same number. And I said, because at this point I was taking a quick nap and I put my phone down. Because at this point I'm like, are you watching me on the camera to see if I'm not picking up the phone? Put my phone down and I see the phone ringing and I'm like, what? For me, if you ever want to turn me off of ever talking to you, do that shit. Instant, not not interested. Because what you're telling me right now is that you care too much about yourself and you're not even thinking about me. There's just a lot of messages that you're sending. When you pick up the phone and you call me and you don't get me and you you decide to call me again. It's like, well, what the frig are you doing? Why you can't pick up my phone? My phone call, you're on break. That means you have time. So therefore you should answer me. It's not, maybe she's busy. Maybe like her headspace is different. You're not thinking about me. And that just shows me a lot. And at that point I was just like, hmm, hell no. So anyways, they ended and the person um, was outside as I was leaving and someone was talking to me and he waited for that person to finish that he pulled up beside me and he was like hey did you see my text I called you I'm like when did you call me uh, while you're in work I was like okay well I was at work where you work we were at work together and <clears throat> like yeah I sent you a message too and I was like well I didn't yeah, yeah I didn't check my messages yet like what, what's up he's like okay check your message I'm like cool close my door spins back around he's at my door and I'm like yeah okay check your messages all right all right bye i'm just like literally turning on my car putting my goddamn seatbelt on and i hear the phone ringing and it's the number and i'm like holy mind you this person is like in my rearview mirror i could see like i don't want him turning back let me just answer this call because at this point it's like you haven't even given me a chance to call you back after you call me three times today i answered yeah hello hi what's up Oh, yeah, you see my message? The message says hi. Like, anywho's, I'm just there, and this conversation is going nowhere. It's just like, oh, so something about, um, 
how his work or you know whatever i get i guess he likes me i get it i don't whatever okay so i'm there and i'm just like all right well listen i'm about to drive like and i need my phone like i need to he's like all right i'll call you when i get home i knew i wasn't gonna pick up but i said okay when i'm finished work my headspace is in a place of like yo i need to rejuvenate because i'm about to drive home for an hour and a half and you're not a part of my meditation so i just said okay to come off the phone and not have a longer conversation because i was just like i'm not trying to do this again like no anywho's today which is the next day um he didn't call me but he sent me a message that in the nighttime at like 10 o'clock in the night saying hey i did not respond because didn't have to i don't have to respond to anybody i respond to somebody when i want when i'm in the mood so the next day comes and um i saw that he was in the room again and the break room and i'm literally making soup hopefully this spike this this is not too long i want it to be only 10 minutes but i'm making soup in the in the break room and my hands are full and he sees that my hands are full and he says hello to me he leaves the break room he comes back around he leaves again and i hear my phone ringing and because my sister called me earlier i figured it was her and i in the back of my head i said i feel like this is not my sister because she doesn't even know that i get break at this time and i know when she calls i glimpsed it quickly because it was in my fanny pack and my hands are literally full and i see the telephone number and i was just like okay no let me no like you just why not just talk to me in the break room like or wait till later after work do normal things don't be weird like uh it's so annoying so anyways i didn't respond i continued i finally sat down and i ate my food and i cared about my weight my ways and i felt uncomfortable at work and i'm like guys this is not the way that you approach a woman a, a female like or anybody that you're interested in if you're interested in someone this is not how you approach them you don't aggressively um force them to speak to you you took their number you could either a i personally if you want to get a hold of me the best way to do is calling me and then sometimes if it's the first time you're getting somebody's number you don't know if my cell phone is down my service provider is not good a courtesy call and a text after and you wait your ass for a response if two weeks have gone by you could definitely call again you could definitely send a text message just to say like hey i just wanted to make sure you got my message but don't sit down you don't call somebody that you're not in a relationship with my friends call me twice if it's an emergency that's when i know it's an emergency people that know me for years do that somebody i just met calling me more than one time is a red flag it is a huge red flag and i don't sit down there and play it off and after whatever the next time he calls me i plan on telling him to not call me anymore and let's just keep whatever he i don't know what his intention was but it needs to be kept on a business level because i'm not interested in anything more than that personally i don't talk to people that i'm at work with it's just not gonna go well for me and i don't also don't know what position he's in he could terminate me at any time i don't know you know what i'm saying and i just want to be here for a little bit until i gotta go so let's not mess this up for me thank you anyways my message to the male species is listen relax relax that shit is weird and i have other stories but don't take somebody's number and this is going to get into my other thing don't take someone's number to find out their social media and then just follow them on social media watch their social media and like not text them or not talk to them like if you're not interested in somebody why are you watching them on social media when you have the best access to me is my telephone number 
That is the best and most direct access to me. Not my email, my telephone number. Because you get my voice right there and there. If you want to know about me, the best person to ask is me. You don't ask my social media account. You don't find information on my social media account. Like, it's just, that shit is weird. And it happens so many times. That's another story. And I'll get back into that later. But back to what I'm saying here. Guys, first of all, don't just come to somebody and say, yo, what's your number? Like, approach a female or approach a person that you're interested in in a specific way like hey do you mind if i get your number you know i I really want to continue talking to you outside of work and allow the person to respond in a proper way for me i regret giving that number and i know it was my fault because i did not want to it was just like what's your number and i'm like my number yeah (laughs) so that was my fault and i take responsibility for it but on top of everything if you call somebody once wait for a call back don't pick up the phone especially if you're trying to get to know somebody you're showing them you're crazy from day one i'm sorry boom for me i can really tell when a guy's interested and when a guy's not interested and i can really tell off the bat if we're going to continue having this conversation if a man tells you okay well keep in touch he ain't interested and anyways that's another topic and another story and i'll share that everything with you guys later all the things that i have learned one i grew up with my brother and from like the young age of whatever to like my 20s, I was really hanging out with my homies. So there's a lot of things that I learned from seeing them do certain things. And I'm just like, ah, I know what that means. I know what that means. First of all, ladies, gentlemen, if a man is calling you more than one time when he just met you, that's a red flag, okay? Take that red flag and run with it. Like literally run with it. Don't turn around and be like, oh, this is cute. Like, he's really interested. No, 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 no. That nigga's crazy. And he's a little bit stalkerish and controlling. Amongst other things, men already think that women should um, bow down to them. And by you allowing him to do this and getting away with it, like, there's nothing wrong with it. For me, you lost me. I don't even have to respond to you at this point. You should either, either get the message I don't have a problem telling you what the message is, but you should get the message. And if you decide to call me again, again, you still don't get the message. And I will tell you, but that is a red flag if a guy does that. Please take heed to it and don't take it lightly because trust and believe it's not great to have a stalker or somebody, a crazy person that is madly in love with you when you guys haven't even gone on a date. Like, take my advice, please. It is a red flag. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to Melanie Hamilton Online. Today, I'm coming to you. My topic is celibacy. So why is my topic celibacy today, you ask? I'll tell you. Ah, uh, your girl celibate. I've been celibate now for almost a year. Lies, I tell. Ah, it just sounds very like that. No, I've been celibate since um, January, February. Let me, yeah, February, because I was the one time right there in the elevator. No, I was just like, <laughs> But since February, technically, okay, and your girl's been living a happy life, okay? I'm not unhappy. I'm perfectly good, and I'm glad that I made this choice because, honestly, like, I've been filtering out these niggas like a deck of cards. It's like, ooh, ooh, queen, king, king. joker, jo- a lot of jokers in that deck, okay? I don't know 
who was working at the factory when I got that stack of cards in my hand, but all I know is that I got a joker. And I put a meaning behind the saying of my mother telling me, Melanie, wait until, I mean, the saying that they, they say, wait until marriage, but for me, that's not even like whatever, it's just really just wait until you're really ready and like it would have might feel like if you're listening to this and you're a female and you still have a virginity or whatever the case may be you just lost it like wait girl because trust me you're gonna be filtering out them niggas like a stack of cards when you're like oh girl if i had done this the key is in the vagina if you had just kept it together for this entire time you're telling me that all these niggas would not be here trust me boo yes okay okay all right so let me tell you why i'm here as well today okay i've been living a celibate life and it's actually been funny and amusing, but at the same time, sometimes it gets really like, I'm so tired of this. Like, I'm so like, oh my God. And when I say it in that way, what I mean is like, okay, so this is the scenario for me. Because let me just say, I've been in love. I love love. I love the feeling of love. I think the last um, time that I was in love, that was the most where I'm like, oh my God, I love how this feels. Like, this is so exciting. It's such a great feeling. But I also love being single, okay? I really love being single, especially right now in this time. I don't have the time to bring nobody's food. Like, if you're talking to me on the phone, I'm literally having like five calls coming in. I'll be telling you, hold on, and I'll be feeling bad that I'm telling you to hold on for so long. And then me trying to think about doing something with you, you know, these things. Like, it's just right now I want to be single and I also don't want to have sex. So I've decided to give my body to God was a spiritual decision it's something that i've always wanted to do for a very long time when i originally lost my virginity it wasn't like um it wasn't i i don't i didn't really want to it was a decision that i really made based off of the people around me and i was like why not like it was really just like uh why not like why am i holding it again so um you know and like i love sex okay don't get me wrong okay i do and it's just something that I just don't want to have sex. I think it's so hard for people to, to to really analyze that you don't want to have sex. I'm like, girl, I'm 30 years old. I've had 30 years old. You know I wasn't having sex on a baby. But I've had um, 12 years of sexual intercourse. I could be okay for two. Damn it. It's like you haven't had sex for one month. And it's like, oh, my goodness, Jesus is coming. Like, earthquakes, hurricanes. Everything, I'm like, girl, calm down. Like, I've been sexing down the place for 12 years. For, for what? 11 years. Wait, hold on a second. Let me do the math. 11 years. And a little change. If I take two of those years and say I don't want to have sex, it's not a big deal. And oh my goodness, people are making this over the top. So anyways, I'm very straightforward whenever I meet somebody. I'm talking about niggas this time. So anytime I meet a guy, I mainly date guys. So whenever I meet a guy, you know, and it, I go to the point of I understand, okay, well, this guy has a little sex. Because uh, you can't, you can't, you gotta give and take here and there. I can't be like, this, this nigga has a lot of sex. This nigga has a little bit of sex. A little bit of sex. Little, little, little. A little enough to hold me on the phone for five minutes. And then if you're interested in whatever the case may be and I see you doing whatever, I'm like, here's my thing. I grew up around my brother. I'm going to say this all the time. I grew up around a lot of guys. And I'm like, I don't want you to waste your time. And I'm also at this age where I don't want to waste my time. And I feel like with that being said, and I'll get to this afterward, but I came to the conclusion of just stopping, just not to date right now. Because it's, 
not easy to comprehend my situation. So pretty much I'll tell the guy, like, listen, right now I'm celibate and I understand, you know, I don't, if you're not celibate and you have needs, I don't know how you, what, what your intention was when you approached me was get some booty, but the booty's off the market right now. And I know you're thinking, well, that's what I say, but then if you get me in the right mood with the right cup of tea and salmon salad salad, I might say yes. But I'm telling you right now, it's not going to happen. And I know you were brought up as a male to really keep pushing the fact like it might happen because, you know, like, yo, I know I got a good, I got a good dick. So I know how to make bitches wet and all these things. And like, I know I understand all of that, but trust and believe me, it's not going to happen right now. I'm not interested in dick. Jesus got my body. Okay. So please understand that. A lot of times I was tricked and fooled and they said, it's okay, I get you, I got you. Never believe them, bitches! Because they're lying. Because Lord knows, it's like, I really just need to have a teleprompter or like a, a telemarketer whenever this thing happens, like, I was just trying to satisfy you. You know what? Did I ever tell you I was satisfied? Did you feed me? Did you pay for the food? Was there dark chocolate involved? Was there vegetables and spinach salmon salad involved? Nigga, I'm satisfied. If my ass is hungry, then I would be satisfied. Then that would be a problem. I never sat down here and told you I was not satisfied. So where did you get this in your head that I'm not, I needed to be satisfied? I'm satisfied from you feed me. Now, if you don't feed me, we have a problem. Don't let me come on my house if you don't plan on giving me food. Don't come pick me up without a banana, an actual banana, let's just be clear, in your hand. So you did all of those things. You checked off everything that I wanted you to check off tonight. There was no dick on the list, okay? There was none. So when you added dick on the list, knowing that I did not have dick on the list, neither was ass available, after having multiple conversations with you to understand that you understood where I stood in my life right now, you still made me put on my heels. Push my wig to the front to come up for this shit. So, coming down, this conversation has been had with the male species and myself for so many times. I literally concluded just this week that I'm done with it. I'm done with the dating thing. So, I met this other guy and we went out. And before we did, we had this conversation again. And this happened... Um, on the weekend, we went out, and everything was fine. He was very respectful. I was like, oh, my God, wow. Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, but then I went to see my other friend in the week, and the same conversation that was being had. And I'm like, you know, I'm really over this. I can't keep putting myself in this space to be annoyed. Because it's like, this person that I went to his house, I, I've known him for a long time. I was dating him a while back, like 10 years ago. Okay, and I happened to be trying to be celibate, I guess, at the time. I didn't know because he brought it up to me like, oh, well, you were celibate before when we were, when we were dating and now you're celibate again. So it's not that yeah, you're celibate. It's that you just don't want to fuck me. I'm like, how the hell you make this shit about you, Negro? I'm like, listen to me, man. I can't be keep putting myself in these situations because it's not healthy for me to be frustrated. Why can't me as a female, like April and little fizz me, yo. Let me find a little fizz. Why can't I have a male friend? Like, the thing is, I think the difference is, like, I grew up around guys, so I've always had a lot of male friends, and I've always sat down in my boxes around male, like, like around my dudes, 
and we'd be fine. Like I was always chilling with guys, and I was like cool. Like I was only the only girl surrounded by all these niggas when I was a young when I was younger. So like having a guy friend to me is not a big deal. You don't have to have your dick in your in my mouth for you and I to hang out together. Like you know what I'm saying? I was friends with another guy for years upon years, and like eventually one day we had. Like, did we have sex? Oh, yeah, we did. Yes, we did. Lord Jesus, Jesus, I'm so good. <laughs> no, I remember. But no, Jesus, take the wheel. Back to what I'm saying. You know, eventually that happened, but we were just friends. And I think I'm so used to being able to be friends with a guy that I forget that niggas don't know how to be friends with girls. Like, I just don't know. I don't really get it. To be honest, like, I don't get it. But it's like one of those things where, okay, now that I've gone through this process enough times and the amount of times that i could hear this these niggas say these lines it's like did y'all go to a school of niggerdom i feel like uh, guys have gone to the same school when it's like okay so when the bitch is wet and she's saying this here's what you do insert card and they all say the same thing i'm telling you if i could record them and create a vlog and not get sued like trust me i would but i cannot so yeah that's for another time but anyways now back to the guy that I went on the date with on the weekend and he was very respectful. No touchy feely, no nothing. Like it was just very respectful. Like he we had conversation. Like and that's my thing. It's like we're so caught up in this sexual um this sexual energy that we forget that the mental state is there. Like we yo, I get stimulated by me, by a nigga being smart and having a a a, a last conversation with you like you could get me to squirt by knowing that you and i could have all these different conversations about random things and just open your eyes and and, and ears to understanding the world like i could just be looking at and say like you do you ever notice how a tree grows from the root up and like compare that to hair i don't know like compare it to like just random thoughts just by sitting there like you know and connecting with somebody instead of just looking at you and i and looking at how fine we are because he was fine okay looking how fine we are but just taking us like the note of just noticing what's around us and just having conversations and just really exploring the mind i love exploring people's minds there's nothing more stimulating than that so anyways we had a really great time and it just so happened that we're on the phone and we got into this kind of conversation and i noticed he was asking me a lot of questions like you like <laughs> i grew up in the church okay so i know when a nigga is looking for a wife he asked me white questions. And I was like, well, you know, getting older. I'm like, listen, nigga, listen, nigga, 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 nigga. Before you turn me off this conversation, I'm not worried about getting old. Jesus was all hundreds and hundreds in the Bible. We talk about men who live for hundreds and hundreds of years. Why I talking about eggs are old? My egg is old the moment the first one comes out, okay? The moment the first one comes out is when the egg is old. Okay, so I got been having old eggs since I was 17 years old, okay? After the first one came out, they were all old. So let's not even go there. Secondly, I'm not worried. Whatever God has in store for me, he has in store for me. I really and truly feel like there's some people who are set on earth that maybe are not here to multiply, but to affect the change. Like, okay, and I'm not saying that I want to have children. I'm just saying, like, I'm not worried. I don't sit down there and say, oh, my God, I'm 30 I haven't been married. I wouldn't care to be married. Like, I don't really want to be married. Like, I don't want to be married. I, I don't, like, that's a whole nother to topic. But anyways, I don't sit down there and don't worry about whatever's going on. My celibacy is that 
I would like to go out with somebody if, if whatever the case may be because I don't have to. I've been content with myself and have a good time, go home and whatever the case may be, okay? And I get everybody's sexual needs and whatever. And that is why, going back to the story, I told the guy, I said, listen to me. I understand your sexual needs and etc. This is where I am right now in my life. And he's like, he said the word, then you should stay alone. And I said, that's fine. I'm, I can do that. And I understand where you're coming from. And that is why I don't take offense with, you know, you not contacting me anymore. The next day, he contacted me. And I was like, I told him when he called, I said, I'm surprised to hear from you. I thought, like, after last night, you kind of understood. He's like, no, you can't get rid of me so quickly. I'm like, <laughs> I mean, I like I like what we had going on on the weekend. But my thing is, I think I have to just mentally tell myself when is when. And I just feel like this is just going to go down the same path as everything else. Because you got to dig. You know, and you want to have sex. I don't want to have sex. And I really don't want to put you in that situation. Like, I get it. I mean, I'm going to lose out at the same time, too, because I really enjoyed seeing your muscles and your sexy-ass face and possibly thick dick. But, like, I don't want to insert it in me. And I understand that it's I can control myself because it's been a good while. For you, it's a little bit harder and such and such. So he's like, oh, it's okay. I'll wait for you. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know when I'm going to be ready. So, with that being said, it was like, I was trying to um, change the topic, because we were on the topic for so long, and it was like, hey, like, lighter conversations, and he wasn't really giving a response, I'm like, again, like, dude, what's the point of being on the phone with me if you don't have, like, it's just, <clears throat> being celibate, because the question came again, it was like, did something happen to you in the past while you celibate, it's like, I said, just think of it like this. Today, you ate chicken. And you wanted chicken. You were craving chicken. Tomorrow, you don't eat chicken. Just think about it as a person who has been eating meat their whole life. And decides one day that they want to be vegan. And, they con- and they've been vegan for 20 years. Like... Think about it like that. I don't want to have sex. There's really no explanation. I've given my body to Jesus, and I don't want to have sex. Just like how somebody wants to have sex, I don't want to have sex. Like, there's no extracurricular explanation. It's just that. And niggas, if you're listening to this, females, if you're listening to this, and you're in the same situation as I, don't feel, like, obligated. Like, what you're doing doesn't make any sense. I'm telling you, like, you'll be scared away from wanting to do what you... This is the first time in my life that I could say that I have exact full control of whatever I'm doing with my body and my mind. I don't want to fuck nobody. That's the point. I don't want to give my energy to somebody that's not worth it. I'm giving it all to Jesus because I know his ass is going to be there no matter what. And all my energy is being focused on whatever. When you have sex with somebody, there's an energy exchange, okay? Believe it or not, that person has a little bit of an effect on how like how you go about your day like even if you're just having sex with no strings attached you're looking forward to like you whatever the case may be if you're having sex with somebody there is an energy exchange so whether or not you want to believe it or not there is some type of effect that's happening from that you either crave it you either feel stressed and you want it now when you take away that it's like if you're stressed you got to figure out how to deal with this you got to now face certain things where you can't put sex there if you're out with somebody you got to Force yourself to really challenge their mind and get to know this person and not just put dick inside of you. Like, 
And I'm not telling anybody to be celibate to each his own. It's just for me right now. It's like okay, I've reached my limit of I'm I, I'm I stopped dating as much because I realized. But so like, if I saw somebody cute or whatever, I would still give out my number. I would still take numbers here and there, not as much. But I just got to the point where it's like okay, now now that I've made this decision, now I gotta be realistic with myself. Okay, my friends say I got a fat ass. I keep myself in shape. I'm doing my own shit. I'm very attractive to somebody who's looking for a mate or a sexual partner, whatever the case may be. I got to be realistic to the fact that somebody's going to find me very attractive and hard to resist. So with what I'm saying doesn't add up to them. It's never going to add up to them. It's never going to make sense to them. And they're going to be a guy and try to do what they do. It's not going to make sense. So now it's my responsibility to not to stop putting myself in that position to stop putting myself in a position where it's like it, um, it gets to the point of being annoyed and say okay well Mel like X, Y, and Z you know that this is gonna happen if you X so don't X <sighs> at the same time I've come across with being content with being in my home alone and I'm so fine with it I'm so fulfilled that at this point yes I really like that guy in terms of like being able to talk and chill and have a great conversation but it's like when niggas don't get what you're saying it's the most fucking annoying thing and this one of the guys had the audacity to say to me well your first time i told him like i didn't really want to have sex the first time he's like well were you raped no well then you wanted to have sex i was i could this is exactly why i should stay home because the fact that i'm not in jail at the age of 30 and dealing with niggas because the amount of times i almost stabbed a nigga in his face and in his eyeball it's a great thing that i am this age and still able to walk around with no charges of assault to niggas is a great thing so you know what let me keep myself to myself and keep myself out of jail Hey guys, welcome back to Melanie Hamilton Online. So I'm here to introduce a topic that I'm going to be having soon. This was on my mind, so <clears throat> I'm going to be inviting to my podcast Chantel Lee Lindell. Chantel, ooh, I used her whole name. She'll probably be upset with me. I've known Chantel, I think, for probably too long. I've known her for a very long time. She's a friend of mine, and I could, I could confidently say she'll probably always be my friend. And I say that in a very sad way, because I feel like at this point we should just part ways. We disagree on a lot of things, but um, we disagree. Have you ever had a friend that you, like, she, she talks a lot of shit, and it's like you have to laugh. You argue in a disagreement. You call each other names like you're dumb. And then you go and eat some eggs because she can cook. And her lasagna is dope. So she'll ask me if I want a piece of her chicken that she cooked after the argument. And I'm like, yes. I mean, I don't eat that much meat. But sure, if you have lasagna with it, just give it to me and come do my hair. That's how we end our our conversations. I will definitely be inviting her 
to the podcast and I feel like I really want to start off with this podcast because it would probably open the doors to where I am right now in my life and um (laughs) yo I'm sorry she just sent me a message and I'm just like I can't even deal with her right now like sometimes I really have to laugh I'm not even gonna look at my phone because she's responding to me about this topic right now and that's why I'm gonna invite her Okay, so welcome back. I'm not really sure where the last recording left off, but I'm just going to continue. I'm going to have Chantal on as my first guest. As my first guest. Guest, we have been having a conversation now for a couple of weeks. And we've been arguing back and forth on Instagram in our group chat about this topic. I'm celibate, as I mentioned before. I'm practicing celibacy. Um, I've been practicing for a couple of months now, um, close to a year, maybe, <laughs> maybe like four months from the year, but about four months, so about nine months now, nine, eight, nine months that I've been practicing celibacy, and it's been a great journey. I've literally learned a lot of things and been able to deck out a lot of Negroes from my stack. So, oh yes, I do use the term Negroes and stuff sometimes so if I offend anybody my apologies in another podcast I'll explain why I do use this word anyways so we've been having a conversation back and forth and like I explained to you before like Chantal is a friend that she you know when somebody says something to you that just upsets the shit out of you and you just have to look at them and laugh because I'm like just shut up like shut up we're not gonna agree when we need to stop this conversation you have a different perspective on a male species i do i i expect different from a man okay because i've had different experiences probably than you and she'll come back and say like no you're not in high school experimenting with men listen my take on this and i really want to leave it until we start this discussion but i know when 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 we start it's not gonna be ending we'll probably have a couple of parts but let me tell you something i mainly date men so if i'm dating a guy and i'm telling him i'm celebrating now um her take on it and i want her to explain but i'll just give it give you a little example is if you're a celibate why are you going over to a man's house in body rider shorts that's one thing and sometimes we go over to a guy's house and i'm telling him listen if I come over to your house, nothing's going to happen. Like, listen, I understand that a lot of females will say this and, you know, you'll still try. But I'm letting you know, like, absolutely. I've been having sex in a couple of months and I don't want to. I don't want you to be disappointed. You still want me to come over. One, I don't even go over to men's house that much. I'm going His Instagram name was literally something similar. Can't say it right now. Okay, I keep getting interrupted and it's really turning me off. So let me just make sure that everything on my phone is off. The recordings, like everything is off. Because seriously, what else is there that's going to come and interrupt me? Um, so I just want to make sure that everything is off. I hope so. But anyways. So... Um, yeah, we, where was I? God damn. And we go over, I go over to his house 
And if a guy, oh yes, yes, I was dating this guy who's the official fuckboy. And he came over and he tried to have sex with me. I'm like, no, 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 I don't really want to have sex. And he left. I didn't hear from him after. It was fine. And then one day I was bored. I messaged him like, hey, what's up? He's like, listen, I'm not coming over to your house unless we're going to fuck. Like, that's just about it. Because I didn't know that you didn't want to have sex. And I came over the other day and I wasted my time. Something similar to that in the Rob version. I was like, oh, I didn't make myself clear. He's like, no. Because he's like, I know you wanted to have sex with me. I don't know why you're holding back. I'm like, yeah, I was wet as hell. But I really wasn't trying to, you know, have sex. But I didn't make myself clear. So we ended up meeting up again. And yes, we had sex because I thought about it I wanted to. So from that point on, I made myself extremely clear because he came over and he wasted his time. He wasted his gas. He wasted his energy. Of course, he had to buy me food before he came over and came into my house about food. So I was like, okay, let me make sure that I make myself clear. Because at that moment, I did feel bad. I was like, oh, I'm like, this is a couple years ago. This was a good a couple years ago. And I was like, oh, I didn't tell him. You know, and I was like, he made sense, though. He made sense. He's like, why not give somebody a heads up? But I'm coming over to your house. Like, I like you a lot. You know, I'm very much attracted to you, and I'm coming over. Like, at a certain time of the hour. And I'm mad that we never had sex. So I was like, you know, I got what he was saying. I understood his point. I was, like, probably 21 at the time, or 22, 23. I understood his point, and I was like, all right, cool. From then on, at age, I started to be very, very clear with my intentions when it comes to these males i would say no it's not gonna happen or i wouldn't say anything when i wasn't sure if it was not when i wasn't sure and then when you're not sure you know anything can happen so i was very clear from that point on when it comes to men and what they're looking for and what i'm i'm willing to give so since then i've been very clear the other day i went over to my friend's house i've known him for quite some time a couple of years we literally had a few discussions so i saw where his brain was going i was like listen man right now this is the space that i'm in mentally all my energy is being focused on my business and my work i'm not doing that my body is the lord's and that's about it if you can't overstand let me know cool we'll see what happens no 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 you want me to come over this is what it is so after probably five conversations of that He's like, yeah, yeah, no, no, I got you, I got you, I got you. I'm like, I want to hear your words. So I go over to his house, and he ended up trying to have sex with me. And I was like, what are you, what are you doing? What, what y'all do? Why, why y'all do this? Oh, I'm trying to please you. I'm like, I'm pleased already. I ate food. I'm laying in the bed. I'm sleeping. About to, like, I'm sleeping. I'm, and you're like I'm satisfied I don't know what notification you got on your phone saying Melanie's not satisfied like I'm good oh you just don't want to have sex with me and then it went into all of this and I'm like honestly I really don't want to have this conversation we had this conversation before I got here and I was under the impression that you were aware and this is what I was trying to avoid when I had this conversation with you over the phone this another conversation me at your house already and explaining to you again why the hell i don't like celibacy do not understand that why would you invite a celibate girl to your house if you knew you wanted to fuck why don't you go fuck somebody and come back i'll wait go you have a friend go and come back go get your go bust your nut come back 
I don't understand what your problem is. You have no respect for my words is what you're continuously trying to tell me right now. We could have avoided all of this if you were just real with yourself. And then my friend Chantal wants to tell me that I'm confused. I don't know what I want. Why am I going over to a guy's house, sleeping over from celibate? I just stay home alone. And I'm like, at this point, I'm going to do that. Because clearly, I'm dealing with a lot of guys who don't who don't have an understanding of, of, of who have no respect or anything like for, for when it comes to w- women. So at this point, because I don't want to continuously have this conversation over and over again, I want to stay home because men are selfish. They don't think about themselves. When you're trying to please somebody, what the, what is a pleasure? I'm pleased already. If I'm celibate, what pleasure are you, what physical pleasure can you give to me that I don't that I want? I don't want any. Anyways, she's trying to tell me that I go over men's house in a certain type of attire, and I'm very open to hearing everybody. And I'm like, I hear what you're saying, and I hear where you're going. And I don't fully disagree with you. Yes, my clothing can be very um, sidetracking to what the motive is. And I get that. But I'm not going to stop wearing what I want to wear because this guy can't control himself. Don't invite me over then if you know you can't control yourself. It's because you don't believe my words. Why you're still going to continuously try. Oh, then the next thing is, Mel, why is he sucking your titty? Like, why are you guys kissing? I'm like... Listen, when you start to suck my titty, you don't, you're not there. As a female, the one of the times you have to move a man's hand, like, nah, bro, stop, stop, stop. And he's still going to think, I ain't got no energy. You don't understand, sometimes I go to these guys' house at, at, at 10 o'clock when my day is finishing, sometimes 8, thank Jesus, and I'm up from, like, 3 in the morning. And I'm sitting down there, I'm like, I don't have energy to be pushing a grown man's face off of me 25 times. That's literally what you have to do. And they're putting their hand, your hand, their hand in your vagina. And it's like, dude, like, are on it. I'm like, well, yeah, I don't. Pushing away, pushing it back, pushing away. If I wanted to exercise, I'd go to the gym. Because that right there is literally a push, a push-up. Pushing away, pushing back, pushing away. Continuously doing that with this one guy that you explained. I think that my explanation prior to me getting to your house is good enough. If you don't get that, I'm not going to sit down here and make an excuse for a grown-ass man as to why he can't control himself. If you want to start kissing me and you know that we had a conversation about you ain't going to fuck me and you're going to get upset and be a fuck nigga and a fuck boy after you don't get no pom-pom, like, because the reaction after is like, okay, well, cool. Um, <laughs> I got a parking ticket and before he the night started you were gonna pay for the parking ticket that i got but after the night ended because you didn't get no phone from you're not gonna pay for the parking ticket i got while staying at your house that's that this is the person that i'm gonna be taking accountability like my friend and when she comes on here she'll explain it more it's like we have a difference of opinion and of, of, of what i expect or what i require from a man that's just simple i use a friend of mine as an, as an example she's like you can't be using him as an example because he's different i'm like because that's what I'm talking about. He actually has common sense. He's aware of who he is. Like he, he is a mature man. I, you're gonna sit down to tell me multiple times that I'm not a little girl. But then you're not gonna turn around. Like society makes women blame themselves for so many acts and behavior of a man. We do it in church with our attire, what we can and cannot wear. We can't show our shoulders because it's too close to our chest, bitch. I'm two seconds away from showing my belly in church because I'm tired of this bullshit about, oh, you can't show. I was looking around and literally every woman is covered in. Like, what the frig you think before Jesus and all of his disciples were here? What was Adam and Eve that we were reading about was reading? They were naked, right? 
they were naked oh i don't want to get into it because it's just like a whole thing and that's why i don't argue too much with my friends because my views and my beliefs are so different what i expect from a man she's like this is why you keep getting into these situations i know i keep getting into these situations because women like you feed these men these stupid deceptive lies of how they're are allowed to behave in society and i don't i don't condone how they behave i don't condone it and i will never agree to this because what i expect and what i require from a man you clearly don't we have two different expectations if i'm going out you probably will pay for half now if you're taking me out you're paying for everything if you don't want to pay for any everything i'll stay at my own goddamn house i'm not gonna leave my house i'll stay home i'll watch me some power and i'll get my shit together you could stay wherever the you are we don't have to meet up if you don't expect for yourself I, this is here's my thing everybody has a different requirement if you require and your standards are hey I like this dude he asked me out i'm gonna go out and i'm gonna pay for my clothes pay for my hair pay for my nails and still pay for my food you in the presence of me you are being fulfilled by just being my presence like i can sit down in my house i know melanie you sound like this you sound i don't care at this point it's like at this point i'm very old school with certain things if if like back in the day when you watch these slave movies those men would walk days trying to find their girl, trying to find their woman, trying to find their their wife. I don't expect anything different. I'm sorry. And then I just will stay single. And here's the thing about me being single. I'm very fine with being single. Like, I don't have a problem with it. I'm very fine with being single. I'm very okay with it. Okay? I love being in love and I love being single. They're all pretty much on the same level. I love the feeling of being in love. And I want to always say that because people are like, oh, you know, something about just can't find a man i'm like no i really love being in love it has nothing to do with not wanting to be hurt i would definitely open up myself for another relationship not right now because i'm not interested but in the in in the future for sure however these are my requirements i I require a man to be a man okay and that sounds very gender role whatever especially in 2019 so i don't want to offend anyone but that's the best way that i can explain it if you're interested in me then I expect for you to show me your interest. I expect to be taken out and showed a great time. And if sex is a part of the menu, I let that be known from before. If it's not going to be a part of the menu, I'll let that be known before. And if you decide to still continue to contact me, that means that you have a clear understanding of what it is. And if, say for example, we're out one night and the energy is great and you're like, oh, what's going on? I really would like to get to know this person very on a sexual manner. I definitely, as a person, I'd be like, listen, I don't want to take, like, let's just stop right here or just remember, I'm very real and I use my words a lot. And the amount of times I've told a guy, hey, chill, stop, remember, it's not like I'm not interested in that right now. And you still continue. And then my friend's going to turn around and tell me it's my fault. Fuck that. I'm not sitting down here making no excuses for a grown-ass Negro in 2019 going on to 2020. Okay, get your shit together. Don't get it at all. And I can stay where the frig I am. Thank you.